1: You are listening to the Next Best Series podcast, and this is my interview with the cinematographer for season four of Ozark, Emmy nominee Eric Koritz. I'm just sick of having blood on my hands, Wendy. It doesn't bother you?
0: You're so desperate to be the good guy.
1: She's lost her whole family because she met us. Why do you choose everyone else
0: over your family? Don't back out on me when we're almost done. Don't do that to me. Avi dies. Everything that we work for just falls apart. Welcome to my fucking world. We're in a lot of danger.
1: That's your choice. You're just another criminal to be now.
0: I can go to Mexico and reestablish your control.
1: You really think everything you do is to protect your family?
0: this life.
1: We, we chose us together.
0: You were a good salesman.
1: I'm being joined here by the cinematographer for season four of Ozark, nominated right now for a Creative Arts Emmy Award for the series finale, Eric Koritz. Eric, how are you today?
0: I'm good. Thanks very much for having me.
1: That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so... You were brought on to Ozark pretty late in the game, Season 4, but you shot four episodes, I believe, if I'm getting this right.
0: Yeah, so I came on for Part 2 of Season 4. Gotcha. So,
1: like, what is, in your mind then, being brought on that late into the show, what is, like, the visual language of the show? How does this get communicated to you, and how do you know to, like, kind of mold right into what's already been established?
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, Sean Kim, who is the the who started the season, as the primary DP. Uh, him and Jason brought me in, um, and um, you know uh, the the look had really been established from previous uh, seasons with that Ben and Armando shot, um, and and Sean uh, continued that further with what he started in the beginning of season four. Um, so for me, it was it was felt pretty seamless because I came on. I saw how Sean had been working previously. Um, it was all, we had a, you know, we have similar styles um, and it was all techniques that I, you know, I was I was familiar with uh, and loved to do. Um, and so uh, I'm sort of a chameleon in, in my work. Um, I can kind of adapt to different styles and uh, according to what the story calls for, which is probably one of the reasons uh, why I was brought in. Um, and uh, for me, it was a show that I loved already. So it was sort of a, it felt like a seamless transition, um, you know, getting to starting the the show.
1: Sure, sure. So, are there like any like rules that you're given that you have to like follow? Like, don't do this uh, specifically when shooting Ozark
0: sure well it's interesting because everyone on ozark has a has an opinion of what ozark is so you have to it's it's really just sort of managing the different opinions of what is and what is isn't ozark and deciding you know for myself like what what really the world is Mm -hmm. Uh, you know for one thing we have a joke that there's no there's no sun in ozark so (laughs) uh, we use giant 20 by and 30 by flags to to take the sun out Mm -hmm. um for direct light for the most part um, and then, you know, bring in our lights to sort of sculpt how we like them to be. So, um, and then, you know, as you know, those Ozark, there's a lot of contrast and mm-hmm. shadows and, um, playing out of the darkness. And so, um, you know, that's, I love lighting that way from the beginning. So, uh, that, that was, uh, I, I, that was my favorite part of, you know, of, of Ozark is just sort of lighting and, and sculpting the, the characters out of shadows.
1: Well, I want to dive into the uh, series finale, A Hard Way to Go. That's the episode that you're nominated for for an Emmy. Congratulations, by the way. And uh, so I want to start off actually with the opening shot uh, because it's roof in the ground working on the pool. Yeah. And I want to know uh, specifically, is it a gimbal or is it a steady cam that you shot that with? And then is that the same... Technique that you used later on in the episode when uh, she's seeing members of her family over at the Langmore site because it seemed to have the
0: same motion to me. Oh, uh, that's great that it feels that way. So the the intro shot with the pool was done with a technocrane um, and it's it allowed us to sort of it's a it's an arm that allows us to telescope out with a stabilized head um, and sort of cover long distances without and being able to see the ground and then kind of come down into the pool. Yeah. Uh, into her moment. Um, the, the shot with, with the family is actually Steady steadicam, um, in, uh, uh, Dave comedies, the, the steadicam operator, um, is very fluid and smooth with his movements. And it feels, it, it's so smooth. It feels almost like a, a technocrame in a way, um, sort of going from character to character. So, uh, he did an incredible job in that shot.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are so many different moves, like you said, that are so smooth on this show. A two
0: part shot. Um, mm-hmm. Where we the beginning part was steady cam and and then there was a transition where it goes across uh, one of the actors' backs and becomes. Uh, we shot the next part later on, which was a techno crane to get up onto the, uh, onto the on top of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, so it, that was blended really well in in, in special effects and visual effects. Sorry. It's amazing um, what they can do nowadays, stitching shots together like that to make it so yeah. seamless. Right. Yeah. You you still have to create the same it has to be the same movement and it has to match in some ways in and out of the the shot otherwise it's it becomes jarring but um you know great job of of the ozark team just sort of putting all those pieces together
1: so at the end of the episode there is a very complex shot of the birds walking into their house and it tracks wendy and marty as they walk in but then it pulls outside of the house through the uh broken glass of the back door and into an OTS yeah. it's smooth there's no track laid on the ground when it pulls back so I'm wondering how you were able to get it through uh really just get it through the door ultimately right. and outside that was the part where I was like hmm,
0: how did they pull that one off yeah uh, again um that was also a technocrane and uh, Jason is, is, is such a technical, precise director, and he knew exactly what he wanted with that shot. And in a normal situation, you would actually have CG glass and pull through the you know pull through the door with glass, but he wanted to actually pull through the glass of the door uh, and out into that over, uh, which is very hard to do. So the, the glass was cut specifically to a specific remote head. Um, we had to figure out how to take different parts off of the remote head to get it through the glass. Um, so it does the crane does start inside the house, pulls through, comes out through the glass, and then back uh, over over uh, Mel's back as mm-hmm. they out the door. Um, so um, it was a very technical shot, and, and you know it took a while to figure out. And then once we started really getting on the ground and figuring figuring out the actual practicalities of it, we had to make some adjustments. But eventually we got it. And it was I I love that shot. I think it's really sets up the scene very well. Yeah.
1: I mean, you were talking before about uh, just the look of the show overall. And there's a lot of use of focus. And I'm curious to know who your focus puller is, because I think that some of the work on this show, specifically uh, the lights at the party. At the end, you're dealing with all this background lighting, and they illuminate the screen, like you said, with that contrast so beautifully. Um, I I just want to highlight the focus work in this, because I do think it's really, really well done. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads,
0: Yeah, uh thank you. appreciate that. I mean our, our ACs are the are absolute best and uh, the the A camera first AC uh, AC Liam Sino is he can pull we were shooting wide open, you know, at 0.95 um, on a 50 millimeter. Uh we have this one lens that is it's called the Noctilux that Sean brought in. It's a Leica lens that's rehab been rehoused. And It's literally a, a 0.95 uh f-stop. I think it's it might be a 1 it depends. There's a little bit of translation there with, with making it a, a cine lens, but um, Liam is the best focus puller there is, and uh, he you know he nails it every time. And more importantly, tells a story with uh, with with the focus. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah. with shallow depth of field, it's a becomes a very a choice going between characters. Um, you know, pulling from one character to another, and who's in focus and who's not, and that that tells a different story if it's landing on one character versus the other. So. Uh, Liam's incredible, and and so are the other ACs, uh, Mike Fisher and uh, Chris Trova. Can you
1: talk about, uh, for Navarro and his final standoff, uh, the decision to have the camera ultimately start from his front. He turns around, it comes around to his side, and ultimately as it turns before it can get directly in front of his face, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, He's, he's taken off camera, let's just say.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Everyone dies in Ozark, spoiler. Alert. <laughs> well, not everybody. Not everyone, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that was an incredible scene to film. I mean, we wanted to make it feel, with a camera movement, like, oh, shit, he's getting away. But you're, there's still something... That's not right. And then all of a sudden you figure out what's not right. And, uh, and he turns around and bang, that's, that's it. So
1: I love that reveal so much. I love that. It just stays on him the whole time. And I think that that's an important aspect of this show is that it's so actor focused. Um, specifically I'm thinking about the scene in the mental hospital where Wendy has a monologue where she's making a final plea to her children and that camera just pushes in on Laura Linney's face while she's delivering uh, her lines of dialogue there. I'm curious to know, like, how do you guys know exactly in terms of timing right? when you're pushing in where that camera is going to
0: start and where it's going to end. Right. And how do you coordinate that? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Um, you know, it's, you talk about, for ozark where it's never just about coverage it's it's about what the camera movement does to tell the story in the in the best way so sometimes when a push in you know we'll 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 talk about as we'll watch the rehearsal and then or just even in in prep and talk about okay this is going to be a long push in on her uh and then in the rehearsal we'll figure out the moments where we actually start stop push in um, and then when the actor, when we actually do a take, maybe something changes that the actor does, that we're like, oh, we need to pause here and really accentuate this moment and then push in for this moment. So a lot of it is just seeing the rehearsals or seeing a take and seeing what the actor does and just really embracing that because mm-hmm. there's, they're all so incredible uh, at what they do. Uh, and this job, this show does an incredible job of building and showing the tension, um, building it up to ins- accentuate their performance. Um, so. Um, yeah, like with that push in it, it's, you know, Laura Lenny is, it's, it's almost natural. You feel where, where you need her, her gravity sort of her, the gravity of her dialogue sort of pulls you into her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just sort of a natural feeling as to when that would be.
1: What is more daunting having to do a lot of setups in a single day or uh-huh. to work out one intense, long, complicated shot?
0: Hmm. Well, on Ozark... Uh, daunting (laughs) (laughs) I mean every it's all daunting right but um you know it really just depends on on the scene it's sometimes it's actually harder um to do one long uh complicated take than it is to do a lot of setups in one day Mm um you know and with Ozark we're not shooting we're usually not shooting high page counts like a lot of other tv shows do because it's the show really is focused on the filmmaking aspect of it—the cinematography, the lighting, the the performance—every um, it, it's not just coverage. It's always about uh, how the camera and lighting can play to make to to really accentuate what's going on in the scene. So there's no pressure usually to just cover, cover, cover.
1: You also said too you do a lot of uh, rehearsal beforehand. So I imagine that a lot of shots are pre-planned in
0: advance when you get to set. Yes. Yeah. So um, especially with Jason, we're. Uh, well, every in each episode, everything is very pre pre planned, um, but you know sometimes the actors do things that you really want to change it up and, and make the shot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Jason, uh, especially in the final episode, he is so detailed and and um, and precise and and as his, his prep is so good that usually what if he decides in a shot that we want to do before um, we get to set, you know, it, it almost always works out really well um you know um based off of what you know the idea was beforehand mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it, like you said it can be harder to do a one long take and make it complicated and do with complicated movements that it can be to cover a whole scene with different shots so it's all daunting but all exciting at the same time
1: sure the bird car crash now i know that that is shown in the first episode of season four, you yeah. came in for part two. Did right. you shoot that sequence or was that sequence pre shot? And then you came in and did the aftermath.
0: So Sean uh, Kim shot the the car crash itself. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, I watched you know I watched dailies before we we went and because I had to match when it actually landed right uh, and them getting out of out of the car so Sean did and the team did an incredible job of of you know they flew that car through the air like they actually you know that actually was the car flying through the air crashing Um, it's a very impressive uh, crash I have to say (laughs) yeah you wonder how they survive that but I'm also wondering how they got the camera
1: that close at that speed to it too uh but I guess that's a question for him at another time yeah
0: exactly but um yeah you know there's 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 you film it in parts. so you know there's there's a a Russian arm going next to it uh we're actually calling the the Ukraine arm now um and then um you know there's you know there's cameras inside the car there's then there's you know some of it's on stage i'm sure um so it's a mixture of all those elements sure but ours was shooting getting the aftermath it's landed um and then them getting out and we used a techno crane to kind of wrap around the whole car you know and show all sides of it um and uh that was that was a cathartic scene to shoot because this was the last day all the birds were together uh, on set, so um, you know it was bittersweet because once you know once we finished that scene, you know some of them were wrapped um, for good, um, so it was it was wow. a very emotional day. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hey, hey there, I'm Hannah and I'm Audrey. even care if they are we are always unpacking that very question on sleepover cinema check out sleepover cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at Evergreenpodcasts.com. see you soon um curious to know is there a shot that on the surface does not look that difficult but you just can recall the day where you're like ugh. God, I can't like it, it just it gnawed at your brain that you couldn't. Uh, I'm not saying you couldn't get it, but like it was challenging.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the, the trick with those are because a lot of it we try and make it feel seamless and simple um, mm-hmm. and precise. Yes, but to do that actually is extremely difficult. and requires incredible um, crew technicians um, and, um, you know, uh, planning. Um, so a lot of it our goal is to make it feel si- simple cuz you don't you don't want to think about the camera movement or the cinematography you want that to work with the story and and feel seamless um you know but the you know the last the last scene with Ruth dying um you know which uh, simple boom up into an overhead you know that's was such an intense scene and you know we wanted to take our time with it and end up taking a while cuz just just to get it right and it happened to be the last day that we were shooting too so oh wow That was also a very cathartic scene to shoot. I specifically like in that scene
1: how Camilla emerges from the shadows. Yeah, when she confronts Ruth, I really, really like how you guys staged that. It almost like she's this emerging like angel of death with her with her dress flowing in the wind. It it looked fantastic.
0: Yeah, and everything worked really well from that. You know the. um, from the costume design you know you have her dark dress mm-hmm. and then you have Ruth's white sort of angelic dress even though she of course is no angel um and then the meeting of the two and I, I did want her to sort of emerge from the you know the murkiness of the shadows um you know and then still feel lit but but still feel like the night you know that it is sort of how Ozark does pretty well yeah. um but um you know we had large lights coming from above that, you know, are really at like 0.5%. Um, they're not even at 1% of, of their output. So, wow. Uh, it's,
1: uh, <laughs> well, now that you've, uh, wrapped up Ozark, uh, you know, there's no more episodes. The show is over. Uh, yeah. what is next, uh, in the, on the horizon for you?
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I've since shot a film, uh, called Providence with a director called, a uh, uh, named. Ponsi mm-hmm. Uh did a film called Old Henry, which is out on Hulu. It's a great, loved Old Henry. Yeah, yeah, amazing. that was an awesome movie. I didn't, I didn't
1: realize you shot that. That movie is sick, I was, man. I didn't, I didn't shoot that film. I oh. shot his,
0: his next film. So
1: oh, oh, okay. Well, either way, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gifted, he's a gifted filmmaker. So uh... <laughs>
0: yeah. and that film was fun. Great actors, great talent, um, great script, and all of that. So. So that, I did that, and now I'm trying to take a vacation, but we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> well, hey, best of luck to you. I hope you can get that vacation with an Emmy Award in hand. Wouldn't that be something? Okay. Uh, but Eric, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Uh, best of luck to you, and thanks bye. once again. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. All right, bye bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Emmy-nominated cinematographer for season four of Ozark for the series finale, A Hard Way to Go, Eric Koretz, here on The Next Best Series Podcast. Ozark is nominated for 13 Emmy Awards and is up for your consideration in all categories. You have been listening to The Next Best Series Podcast, part of The Next Best Picture Podcast, Umbrella, and we are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. You can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts.